Did you see the free mint ad that aired during the Super Bowl? In many ways, it was a complete disaster for the company that created these NFTs. However, I think it is a great thing for us NFT enthusiasts, also for marketers. So today, we're going to dive into why that is. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. During the first quarter of the game, there was an ad that popped up with a QR code telling people to go to the website to claim their free digital collectibles. Now, as soon as I heard this and I saw this, I automatically knew, yes, NFT, my antenna went off. However, I was watching the game with my wife and she didn't even realize that this was an NFT ad. So I would generally think that most people watching this thought it was sort of some sort of app or whatever and didn't even realize that this was an NFT. And yes, it actually is a mobile game that features playing pieces as NFTs. So those things are both right. However, I think only the NFT enthusiasts would really realize what was going on here. Now, as far as the production value for the ad itself, I don't think this was very good. I don't think this was something that would have captured the attention of most people that didn't have their antennas, their ears up to hear digital NFTs or digital collectibles or whatever it might be, such as myself. So I think that was a missed opportunity in itself to bring on the masses as a Super Bowl ad would probably normally do. But before I even get into all of that, let's a little bit background about this company, what exactly is happening. The company behind this is called Limit Break, and they are a Web3 mobile game creator, and they have these playing pieces that are NFTs. In March, they raised $200 plus million for funding. Their CEO is Gabe Ladon, and if you were someone who actually clicked this, you probably saw his name, his Twitter page, and everything. But as far as what went on, this was a 30-second slot. And for this year's Super Bowl, that was $6.5 million or $7 million. I'm seeing conflicting numbers. So this was a lot of money for an ad. Now, as far as the production value, as I said, I don't think it was very good. Even though last year I said one of the best ads was that Coinbase ad. And that was just simply that QR code bouncing around on the screen like a Windows screensaver. That was sort of the concept. I believe that's where they got the idea for this, putting the QR code into this video to create this ad. However, I don't think the execution for this was as well because with that half-done gaming experience video, it just seemed really weird, really low budget, as opposed to just the curiosity factor of having the QR code bouncing around that Coinbase did. So from that, I don't think they did the same amount of numbers, gathered that much intrigue or whatever it was, because I know last year, the main reason why I whipped out my phone is because I was curious as to see what this was. But this year, even though I knew that this was an NFT, this was crypto-related, I still hesitated to take out my phone. Maybe that's also because I was watching this on a time delay, but that is another thing I'll get to in a second. But as far as everyone that went to this, what was up for grabs was one of 10,000 of these free dragon eggs. Now this game, Digidaidaku, which I'm probably pronouncing very bad, just butchering it, whatever. And right now they have these NFTs that are out that you're trying to build up the gaming ecosystem. Now, when I was looking through Etherscan, I saw a bunch of them were pre-minted. So I was trying to figure out exactly when they started minting so I could try to time it out to see how quickly they minted out. However, that's kind of hard to tell. It seems like 6,000 of them were actually minted before the Super Bowl. But looking at this during the Super Bowl and when they actually timed out, it was a little hard trying to find that. But it seems like there were 4,000 available when the ad aired. Now, as I said, I was on a time delay because I was a few minutes behind the game because long story short, <laughs> my wife actually called me to go down the road right as the national anthem was going to be sung. So I had to pause everything. I had to run down the road, 
So by the time I got back, I was a few minutes behind. So I had to catch up. And it really wasn't until midway through the first quarter, towards the end of the first quarter, that I got to the live feed. By the time I went to it, they were actually all gone. And I was redirected to the founder's Twitter page, which I thought was just very strange in itself. So I ended up just backing out. I was like, this is really weird. I read maybe two lines on the page. I said, okay, this looks like this seems to be the guy. I don't know exactly what gave out, but you know, whatever. And I just closed my app and I just went back to the game. Now, I'm hearing a lot of people have that experience, but I could see that overnight that his page has grown by leaps and bounds. But getting to this whole thing, people that actually were able to get that claim, it seems like was in like the 5,000 range. They had some sort of arrangement with another party to give out some. Some of them were given to previous holders from Genesis Collections and whatever it was. But as far as for the Super Bowl, I think it was about 4,000 people were able to claim during that time. And that went pretty quickly. And immediately, if you look on OpenSea or anywhere that is tracking sales data, at 6 o'clock, you can see that the price was somewhere around the 0.6 floor. And then by the end of 7 o'clock, you know, towards 8, it was going down to about 0.49. And overnight, has dropped to about 0.3. So the floor definitely hit its peak at the mint. So anyone that was able to mint quickly and sell right away, they were the ones who benefited the most as far as resale value. And even the Genesis collection, everyone that sold at the peak right then when the Super Bowl commercial aired, that whole saying that buy the rumors and sell the news seems to be holding up very true right here because even they went down from, I believe it was about 12 ETH down to 9 ETH. So the entire collection itself sold the news. But as far as this goes for this project, I think the worst thing is number one, the execution. The ad just really wasn't up to par in my opinion, even for a mobile game. I thought that these game ads that I'm seeing on Facebook and Twitter and where everywhere else are just much better ads, get me to click much more intrigued. And the only reason why I took out my phone and scanned that QR code was because I heard the word digital collectibles. And I knew as someone who is in this game that right away that this is an NFT and I want to check it out. But once it sold out and I was redirected to the founders page, I thought that was extremely weird. I didn't think that was a good thing. They should have had maybe the game page or something to really get my email address or something to draw me in that's going to actually have a better ROI than just following the founder on Twitter. thought that was just silly from a marketing standpoint, but I don't know. Maybe they know what they're doing and they have some sort of long-term strategy for this. After all, no one has ever invested $200 million in me, so I don't know exactly what their plan is. Maybe these VCs have some sort of master plan to use this, but I just thought it was a terrible use of funds and resource and all that attention. But enough about the negative moves from what Digidaku and this whole Limit Break company did. From a standpoint, let's step back now and speak about this as an NFT enthusiast and a marketing nerd. I identify as both of those things. So as an NFT enthusiast, I think it's just great that, yes, the Super Bowl is the largest platform for advertising in the world and NFTs were front and center. Now, I think it is an absolutely negative thing that the execution was poor, but I think it shows a lot of potential. So as a marketing person now, what I think is most interesting about this is that you're able to verify and track to see the market activity. Everything that I just said as far as how the peak of the sales and everything went down immediately, people sold, and the floor has been dropping ever since, that is a type of real world data that you can only get because the blockchain is there. Everything is a public record, and I was able to look at the times, see when the ad aired, and then just track the sales price and everything. Since then, the volume shot up, floor price has been falling, 
And I think that is a very powerful analytical tool for anyone that is in the marketing game. So this is just amazing as far as that goes. We know QR codes, they work. They've been around for, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 years at this point. Love them or hate them, they get the job done. They get people to a link. So when I said the whole Coinbase thing was just genius, how they got people to come to their website off of that, that's interesting in the sense that, yeah, Coinbase is able to track that. But with this, having people go to a mint, that is more public. And that is something that's verifiable. And you can actually go to investors to say, look, when we ran that Super Bowl ad, this is how much traffic we got. These are the amount of people that sold. Let's just say these amount of NFTs ended up generating this much revenue for us. And you can go on and on and on to actually pour it on the numbers and you can verify on the blockchain to prove whether or not there was instant ROI for that. Now, most of these ads for the Super Bowl, they're not a direct response marketing campaign. They're usually big companies like the car companies, the bear companies, airlines, and things like that, that are doing the whole long-term branding play. Most small companies are not able to turn a profit from their ad, but who knows, with this tracking everything and getting all the numbers now, it might be very interesting to see that this might be the very first Super Bowl ad that is able to instantly turn a profit. Only they would know that, their team would know that, their investors would know that, but it is there. It cannot be denied. It is out public front and center. So I think that is a very interesting standpoint from marketing and business and something that has a lot of potential, a lot of room for growth. And I think more companies are going to do things like this. We know that Starbucks is in the game, Visa, MasterCard, a lot of companies already on the blockchain with NFT technology or have embraced crypto or whatever it might be. So this is an interesting way that they might be able to track measure their ROI in real time. So going forward, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on this, this whole Digidaidaku Mint experience. If you're able to get one, please let me know, share it, tag me on Twitter. I'm curious to hear. But as usual, I just want to let you know, I'm grateful that you're taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.